The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to discuss how and why you should reconsider how you think about ad networks. Joining us is Sergey Shelkov, who is a sales executive at Epom, which is a cost-effective ad-serving platform and ad management solution. Epom's ad server is a reliable ad management platform developed to make the setup of an effective advertising process easy for everyone from a website owner to a large-scale cross-channel network. And today, Sergey and I are going to discuss how you can save up to $36,000 on your digital advertising budget. Okay, here is my conversation with Sergey Shelkov, sales executive at Epom. Sergey, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Hi, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here. Excited to have you on the show. Excited to talk a little bit about digital advertising. Obviously, more and more of our advertising is shifting online because of the macroeconomic issues that we're facing. Related to the coronavirus, people are working from home and advertising is shifting away from anything that's in person. So that brings us to the topic of how can we maximize our ad budgets? Tell me a little bit about what you do at Epom. What is an ad server and how do you think about the landscape? Sure. So Epom is a technology company. First and foremost, we have two products to promote, white label ad server and a white label DSP. The difference between them is DSP is used for buying programmatic media, whereas the ad server is more used towards traditional media, buying like tag activity, URLs, or API calls. And those are the two products that we have. So you mentioned that you have a DSP and an ad server, and you know that can be a complicated set of tools for a lot of marketers. I think of a DSP as a replacement for what used to be called an ad network, right? It was the place where you're aggregating all of the demand, right? Placing the actual auction. And then you also have an ad server. Talk to me about what you mean by ad server and what the tools and functionalities of that are. It all depends on what the business needs to do. We have clients coming in for the DSP from the agency's perspective, from the direct advertiser's perspective, and from the ad network's perspective as well. And on the ad server, we see more activity gaining around towards the publishers and towards ad networks. Essentially, not everybody is able to work on a programmatic basis as of now. Even though it's the future, even though everything is going to go that way, that's my personal opinion. 
I still think that there are a lot of businesses that rely on good old JavaScripts and direct deals and fixed deals with their publishers. And for that, they would need an ad server because not all of the publishers are able to employ an SSP or connect to an SSP and sell their traffic on a private deal basis. They just require, you know, the tags that they could insert into the website and then manage what the ads would be like and how they would be distributed on the website. That's why they would need an ad server. And as a result of that, all of the ad networks that work with these publishers would also need to utilize an ad server. I'm still a little fuzzy on exactly the purpose of an ad server. We at the MarTech podcast have been doing programmatic advertising for a little over a month now. We have an agency that is synced up to MediaMath and Trade Desk, all of the DSPs, what used to be called ad networks. I'm assuming they have some sort of an ad server. Walk me through what the purpose of it is other than, you know, you need it to be able to flight your ads. Pretty much it solves the same goals that the DSP does, just in a different technological way. So the DSP allows you to buy media using real-time bidding, essentially. The ad server is more streamlined, where you have more control over what should be shown, when, where, what is the priority of the ads that you show. And those would be probably streamlined is the better explanation, because you can prioritize the ads that you show inside the ad server, and they would be all tied to the same ad tag that's placed on the publisher's website. So it's a more direct approach. And some would say a less intelligent one, but still, there are a lot of businesses, a lot of publishers that rely on the ad serving because the ad serving is essentially the thing that gets the ad served, right? That takes care of the delivery of an ad onto the publisher's website. So essentially what you're saying an ad server is, is the ability for a advertiser to give essentially a piece of code directly to a publisher and be able to control what media is being shown for their advertisements. And the replacement for people that are doing programmatic advertising is that's handled by the platform. So it's essentially a tool where you can build direct advertising relationships, but still control which specific ad is being flighted, when it's being flighted, how often, who it's going to, et cetera. Exactly. It's for more intimate, if you will, relationship between the advertiser and the publisher. Right. It makes me think of, you know, back in my days working for eBay, when we negotiated direct deals with Yahoo and AOL, mostly around the holidays, we would do these page takeovers. And we would spend tons of time building out the one piece of creative that we were going to send for, you know, the day before Christmas or whatever the day the actual takeover was to try to drive as much demand as we could. Now, essentially, all you'd have to do is just give this single link to your publisher and you can dynamically control what advertisements are served based on performance. Exactly. Yeah, that's the real goal. Plus, the ad server is much more customizable from our side than a DSP. It has over 800 features. It runs a multitude of incredible reach media units. And it's ultra customizable in a way where you can change literally anything about the platform, like the level of access that your clients may have, if you give them out their own accounts, the level of the analytics that you're working with, level of targeting, like, it's a much more, I don't want to say sophisticated platform, but if you know what to do, it can provide you with incredible results because it has so much under the hood. It allows you to control the targeting and all of the optimization as opposed to relying on you know, the programmatic network to do the optimization for you. Yeah. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. 
Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So talk me through how both the ad server, your white-label DSP, how do those make brands more efficient? How can that actually save money? We, we called the title of this episode the saving $36,000 on digital advertising. So give me an example of a brand or a circumstance where Epom has helped a company optimize their ad campaigns. And what was the repercussions of that? In the end, it all comes down to leveraging the optimization and the data that you have. So using Epom's ad server, one of our businesses that came in small, they were spending a lot of time on manual optimization, on having to rely on Excel sheets that contain the performance of their campaigns. And what Epon allowed them to do is see all of the analytics inside the same place and do adjustments on the go, which allowed them to save a lot of money on working hours and allowed them to focus on bringing on new businesses on board instead of very meticulously going through every single, I don't know, column inside the Excel, analyzing it, and then having to go back to the platform that they were using to make adjustments on that. So that's one way to go about it. Plus, there are always a bunch of things like targeting, capping, and auto-optimization, which really add another level of being able to increase your revenue. When an ad server does something for you, it can take into account things that you miss or things that, that would just take you too long to process and to make adjustments based on. So auto-optimization can really help you increase your revenues. So I think the big question here is, obviously, the ad server allows you to get access to data and more control over how you're optimizing your ad campaigns. But it also requires your organization to be sophisticated enough to interpret that data and make the decisions that are going to actually optimize your performance. When you're working with a DSP, when you're working with a programmatic campaign, they're optimizing for you. There's machine learning and algorithms and maybe even account managers that have a lot of experience managing and optimizing ads. And when you're working with an ad server platform like what you're talking about, you're really responsible for doing it yourself. Talk to me about how much effort goes into running these optimizations and what the level of sophistication you need to be able to make it worthwhile. There's no set level, I would say, because 
we have startups coming to us that really don't know a thing about advertising business and taking into account our guides, our account management tools that we have. We walk our clients step-by-step through all the features of the platform and we support them along all the way up until they grow into a billion or dollar company. And there are ways where one person could handle all of the optimization, could oversee all of the changes that are needed to do inside the system. But there are also some companies that employ 20, 30, 50 people who concentrate only on some portions of the data just to make more sophisticated adjustments to that. So it really suits everybody. It's just just a question of what your business should look like. I think that there's always a debate of how much you should rely on third-party tools and how much you can take on yourself. And there are tools like Epom, an ad server where you can do optimization yourself. And if you're a sophisticated marketer or somebody who's just willing to put in the effort to make sure that your campaigns are truly optimized, you can see a significant lift in your advertising support. On the flip side, if you're new or you just don't have the core capabilities of understanding what levers to pull, there are DSPs that are out there that can help you do the optimization as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about why companies should manage their own DSPs in our next episode. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Sergey Shelkov, sales executive at Epom, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we're going to publish tomorrow, Sergey and I are going to discuss why brands should build demand-side advertising platforms themselves. And if you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Sergey, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is epom.com, E-P-O-M.com. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to part two of our conversation with Sergey Shelkov, sales executive at Epom, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.